Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chef's Meal, where we talk about whatever and never and everything else in between. Now, rush hour in the building. Welcome to the Chef's Meal. My name is Casey. My name is Sean, and we're just two chefs going on about our lives, one finished plate at a time. Now, we were talking about whatever and everything else in between. Just in case you guys didn't know, yes. I bought the the karaoke version of this. Okay, that's <laughs> the karaoke version that you're hearing. Just in case people want to sue me, I have Biggie, I love you. I mean, you can't really hear it, but Puff, I, I bought the karaoke version. Okay, that's <laughs> a karaoke one. I have maybe two seconds of his vocals in the front because just so you you didn't know what. It, but anyway, I have a question for right you. Sean. I have a question for you because you always ask the question. <laughs> okay. We're supposed to rotate. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. I have okay. a question for Go you, for so I'll, I'll pre-upting you. Okay, simple question. Okay. When is then now? <laughs> Nani? What? Okay, I would when, ask. I would ask the question again. When now? is then now? Um, tits. <laughs> oh gosh um you know i i've never i've never heard that what the hell is that sean it's just a simple when question. is then now i don't know you what do time know. is it right now it is 7 30 in the morning what is, then is now? that is that what it is what is then now uh okay let's see um what is then i'm still asian <laughs> Okay, uh, that didn't go anywhere. My complexion is still kind of yellowy brown. Okay, ish. All right, right. Sure. Um, I can still speak three languages, <laughs> maybe four. What is then now? Right? Yeah. When is like, then now? Um, however, the only thing that kind of changed is this. I didn't have this before. Say it, man. See. This was this was at like some this, point this time, happened at twenty five. This is twenty five. Didn't have that, but when, then when I was, when I was sixteen, now it was just this one. So when it was just then, when you looked at when then was, and now you're now it's now. What is then now? <laughs> I don't know it. That's all I can answer you. I mean, I had a I had a molestache back then or a porn stash. As See, call it. okay, cool. So you've established. Yeah. Hey, what's back up, then. Hey? You had a porn stash, right? Mm-hmm. Now you have the full, full beard. Beard stash. But okay, so it once beard, was then, full now it's beard. now. Is that what it is? Yeah. Then became now, but when did it happen? Uh, <laughs> it happened 25. <laughs> Perfect. The answer is later. There you go. <laughs> the answer is later. Heard. Okay. God, Sean. <laughs> See, you always get me. You always get me, and I'm just, it's early in the morning. I'm like, what? What are you? Eat? I'm like, no. What is that? You know what? You know what? You get nothing. You That's get all I can say. And you know, what, to all sir. the answers. This is the greatest answer I've ever heard. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Thank you. I appreciate you. Mm. Uh, Sean, I do have. Um, I do have a. Um, I, 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 let's just say. Uh, so this little cup that you see, okay, and I have the little pork Ooh. thing. Okay, I have a custom one of this Ooh. coming up for sale soon. Ooh. Look at and the it merch. has different little wordings in the inside there. What was it say there? Et cetera, and different 
and different names, mayale, cochon, lechon, cerdo, cochon, uh, pig, just different words for pig, pretty much. Um, I have a version of it myself that I'll be making soon mm. available to the store. But Sean, let's get into the main brunt of it. This is my favorite time of day. And we're going to call this the Monshushu News, ladies and gentlemen. There we go. Now, let's bring it into um, the weird the weird things happening in the world of cooking. Okay. Okay. And there's, there's a lot to cover. Okay, Sean. Now, if you go to Reader's Digest, they give you a whole bunch of stuff. However, I find this really weird and succinct. If you guys haven't already, um, the, not the, I was going to say the TV version. I mean, we're on TV, granted. But the the video format, uh, this is where uh, it's going to give you the extra oomph. Now, 10 strange food jobs that actually exist. I looked this up. You can make money off of this. All right. Let's see. Which is insane. Fire up that LinkedIn. Uh, you can become a professional dog food tester. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Since dogs will basically eat whatever food you put in front of them, we have to rely on humans to make sure their food tastes good. What if it tastes like crap? You would you would straight up eat that? I, what are them paychecks on like? that. <laughs> That's what I need to know. <laughs> Um, dog food testers report on the food's texture and consistency. Most dog food is made with veggies, fish, and high-quality meat. So it's not as gross as it sounds. If you're not into food, check out their stuff. So, ugh, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to be a dog food tester. However, if it's if it's real tough out there, like, I'll do it. Nani? You think you know there's some saying? dude who, like, or some 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 lady who's like testing the dog food and is like out at the dog park and just like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I made that you're possible right. uh, for your dog. You're right. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly what happened. Uh, number two, me. Che- uh, chewing gum chewer. I uh, what? You can make money by chewing gum, ladies and gentlemen. If you cons- if you constantly have a stick of gum in your mouth, this is the perfect job for you. Gum manufacturers like Cadbury hire people to chew their gum before they put it on the shelves to make sure it will sell well. Okay, Sean, play with me. Yes. Here is a peppermint um, gum. Okay. Go ahead and chew. Mm. You're chewing. That's right. How does it taste? What what what? How does it feel? Very pepperminty. Uh. <laughs> That's it. You're hired. I'm Here's hired. ten dollars for your hour. Right. That's it. You know what? They better have like good dental insurance. Just saying. Yo. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's move on. A professional egg peeler. That's interesting. That's interesting. Would you? <laughs> I, I, is it is it for hard boiled eggs or if it, if it's just like if you're just cracking eggs? Yeah. Look. Wow. Forty eight hard boiled eggs in one minute. Yeah, yeah, someone has to peel hard-boiled eggs. Some restaurants and companies that package hard-boiled eggs are often hire egg peeler egg peelers to do the job. Nowadays, there are machines that can help with this tedious task, but some egg peelers still like to do. They're they're saying this like it's like a thing. It, it must you be fucking just peel eggs. Wow, you'd assume God. that like they they would have like come up with like some sort of machine or process to do that. But I guess no, they probably have. Yeah, eggs are relatively uniquely sized, so you still need the dexterity to kind of 
account for that and not break it. I couldn't do that job. I don't like the smell of boiled God. Okay. Cupcake creator. This one's pretty cool. Uh, New cupcake flavors and new ways to eat cupcakes are always being discovered. Uh, Cupcake creators come up with those ideas. Also, they're like like developers-ish. So, also known as you make cupcakes. (laughs) Right. I'm saying they need to part time with the other people and make dog food and gum flavored cupcakes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Now, during our visits to San Francisco, we actually didn't stop. We, I, I meant to stop at the, that cookie, uh, the Fortune cookie, um, like factory that you can still see, like the old folks kind of rolling this shit by hand. Um, so you can actually become a Fortune cookie message writer, right, Sean? If you want to, companies pay people to write the words of wisdom that you find in your post meal Fortune cookies. You don't need any training for the That's job. That's crazy. But if, but if it. But it helps if you are creative and have good grammar See, skills. I feel like they should. This should be like a feeder, like um, a feeder system for like Hallmark, right? Like, so if you're like an <laughs> intern or something, they put you on fortune cookies, and then they just see how well your stuff is doing out there. But it seems like it would be an oh interesting job. Yeah, so no, that would be pretty cool. Actually. What, what would what fortune would you put inside the cookie? Um, when in doubt. Pull it out. Okay. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think. Oh, you better I'm put the, the, the explicit tag on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mom. So I'm, I know you listen. Mm. I think my sorry, first mom. fortune sorry, sorry, sorry. would be you will eat another fortune cookie. And the next fortune would be told you so. Got it. When in doubt, yes, I was gonna say, well, again. <laughs> okay, moving on, moving on, <laughs> moving food along. artist. You can become a professional food artist. You only need to step into a gallery, craft shop, or museum to discover that artists have been working for centuries to turn food into art. Now, you can do the same set skills to turn your food That's very into cute. literal. That's a very cute. Art. So, this is like. This looks like a Japanese. Yeah, I was like, what is, is like, that? Like a rice? Is that a So this is cake? toast. Yeah, oh, this is it's toast. To- this okay, is all toast. right. It's like a sandwich. Gotcha. That's cheese, right? Those are macaronis that are plain. Okay. With fucking... Carrots. Carrots? Yeah. Yeah, it looks like carrots. Yeah, yeah it has little circles on it. Um, and this is that little... Um, the fucking milk cheese. The the one that you peel. Okay. I forget what the, the company was. Um, you peel the cheese oh, and it kind of it's it looks it's cute as hell. Yeah, it's very nice. So you can become, you can become that one. Uh, a rare book collector. What another weird job? What does that have to do with with cooking? Uh, this one's for cookbooks. Okay. So if you are a collector <laughs> of old cookbooks, it just seems like that job is librarian, right? Like no need to be cute. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of rare book collector sure. librarian. That's what that is. Okay, and then finally, uh, you can become a forager. A forager is someone that goes out there and finds food on the ground and eats it. Okay, aka vegans. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help myself. That's I wrote that. I wrote that down somewhere. Okay, I remembered it. Uh, a food forager is someone who goes out exploring for new exotic items like shit to add to a restaurant's menu. They often like to attend farmers markets to find fresh, new, local, etc. 
whatever. That's what a forager is. A chocolate explorer. Wow. Now, these are what cacao beans look like. Mm. Um, this is what chocolate comes from after you've Daily gone ahead shows. and stewed it down, grinded it down, mashed it down. This is what chocolate looks like. You can become um, a, a food scholar. And then finally, a fish scaler. Now, these are just weird jobs because if you just go to like the shop or like the butchers, they, they already scale the fish. Like what? Is there one specific job just to scale fish? I suppose. That's what they're saying. I, that's what it looks like, right? And um, for people that do not know what that means, you take um, a bonafide brush that has um, like nails <laughs> sticking out on the other side and you rack it onto the fish's skin to take the scales off. That's, that's all you're doing um, to get the scales off. So that's what a fish scaler do you are you're an fs you're a fist that's what your job is uh day in day out but those are the strange jobs that you have at the monshushi news a couple more times um it's just weird people i don't know you can make you can make a buck doing anything really let's move on to a couple more news uh let's bring in uh, the the music one more time there we go there we go now I, I do wanna um, I do wanna bring this in, uh, Sean. If you remember the one of the best documentaries I, I keep on telling people is uh, Hero Dreams of Sushi. Yes, on you, you've heard of it. Yes, it's amazing. Yeah, watch it. It's awesome. Currently, uh, last week mm-hmm. they just announced that they are shutting their doors. Oh wow! To normal patrons, oh. so you can huh. no longer yeah. So they've been stripped of their three star Michelin. Um, like Mark, so they they no longer have stars on a restaurant because to be eligible for Michelin star, your restaurant needs to be open to the public. Since this restaurant opted to not be open to the public, uh, they've have um, kind of not really received backlash, but people are like, "Why?" I'm assuming they're just so busy they don't want to intake, and they just want to make sure that whoever is booking the stuff. That's who they're serving into, and that's it. So I I get it, but uh, just for comparison, a price of this selection, if you were to eat, is equals to uh, forty thousand yen, which roughly translates to three hundred and sixty dollars. Mm. That's wow. what your experience is if you were to dine at that three star uh, three star or former should I say three star. Um, a restaurant. So if you haven't already, uh, Hero of Dreams of Sushi, uh, a really badass documentary on Netflix. You highly, I highly suggest that you kind of um, watch it. Uh, you just kind of get into this journey with this old dude that thinks his stuff is not even to par, not even close to it. And he's like 90. He's insane. But yeah, that is, that is, uh, that is, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. And there's only 226 starred restaurants around the world. 226. That's that's nothing. That's basically everything. Moving on uh, to kind of um, some more festive news. If you are wanting, or if you're, if your people are, I, I, what am I trying to say, Sean? If you, <laughs> if you're exchanging, if gifts, you like chocolate, if you like on. chocolate, if you like chocolate, <laughs> Target yes. is selling a gift box perfect for the uh, for the Reese's lover in your life. So if you're a fan of Reese's Pieces, I was a fan. 
I'm still a fan, but I just can't consume it. I, I'm allergic to chocolate. Um, the Reese's Lover's Collection, in Target specifically, uh, gives you, what is it? Um, it has like different versions of the Reese's inside it. So he has the chocolate, the double chocolate, the, the triple chocolate, and the white chocolate version. All inside the one box and Target specifically. I know my wife's gonna go crazy. She doesn't notice yet. She she uh, she shops at Target uh, quite quite normally or quite a lot, <laughs> quite a lot. <laughs> I can't English. Um, she she shops there frequently. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, she has yet to find this little specific thing. So yeah, if you haven't already Reese's pieces, punch, you gotta buy yeah, it. I know. And, uh, I I already put it under her it. pillow. Yeah, I already. Uh, you don't want to do that. She will eat it in her sleep. She she will like I smell chocolate, and she will just she will she will murder it. Moving on, a couple other things. Um, Sixty-seven people confirmed ill in connection with romaine lettuce recall. I don't want to. I don't want to trouble you. I don't want to. I don't want to give you anxiety into the lettuce that you're eating. However, I think we should spread the news. Um, just in case you haven't already, there's a, has been a, a national recall on said lettuce. Right. This was issued December 3rd. Now, we've, we've known this for a few weeks. Right, already. yeah. Um, our company is pretty good at recalls. And as soon as, as soon as the, the purveyors or everybody says, hey, stop this, we will know it right there and then sure. in the same minute. Uh, the CDC reported an outbreak of E. coli again linked to romaine lettuce about a week ago. And in the latest investigation revealed 67 people, 39 hospitalizations in 19 states. Now, uh, the number of cases that are high are in Wisconsin and Ohio. The, the lettuce in question is California, uh, uh, romaine lettuce or however, to be safe, what you can do is check the, the package. If it says Yuma, Arizona, right behind it, you are safe. That's the only place that the lettuce has not been contaminated. So you are okay if it says Yuma, Arizona in the back. If it says otherwise, I wouldn't buy it. Just to, just to, just to be safe there. So that's how that recall uh, works. However, Sean, do you know why it gets con- uh, contaminated? Uh-huh. How the lettuce? I mean, gets contaminated with E. coli. Sure. Um, generally, it's um, from cross contamination with human fecal matter. Yep. 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 Yeah. Um, and this one, more specifically, the cows um, have been a little too close to the farm. So the farms are a little weird. Yes, you want livestock. Yes, you want produce. But there's a certain allotted space within the two, and they can't cross over too much. Because things like this happen. So E. coli specifically um, can only be found in cows or bovines. Um, in layman's terms, their crap got mixed into the soil closer to the romaine lettuce. Thus, the romaine lettuce, when they were growing, have um, consumed some of that crap. Thus, E. coli was born. So that's how cross-contamination works, etc. A couple more things. Uh, the viral burrito blanket, if you haven't already, and you want it for Black Friday, uh, Cyber Monday is still happening. Uh, the viral burrito blanket is on sale. I've never seen that before. Sean, right how now. do you feel? That about just it? looks like a dirty sheet. Are you serious? Yeah, no. It looks like the lady's <laughs> like wrapped sheet. up in a dirty sheet. That's crazy. That you can sell it. Because that's anything. what it is, Sean. 
That's what it is. It's a burrito wrapper for your for your body for your body for your body. So you can be wrapped like a burrito. Does it come with a taco? Um, it better. It'll come with a Mountain Dew burrito blast or, you know, Baja blast too. <laughs> a Baja blast? Yes. Okay. One and finally, another shout out to Trader Joe's. These guys just, I swear to you, there's like, there's like two hippies in the back just constantly stoned coming up with shit like this. I swear to God. It just happens again. Trader Joe's is selling a cocoa cream liqueur. That is basically spiked mm-hmm. chocolate milk. How do you feel about it, Sean? I'm with it. I'm with it. Right? Yeah. It I'm looks pretty it. good. It, it, it's a cool looking bottle. It seems like it would be fun, you know? Holiday party. Pop that out there. The, it, this cream. just looks like the bathroom to me. <laughs> 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 That's how I feel about it. If I consume any dairy, it's like within minutes. Like I, I need to use the restroom. I cannot do it. Um, that's why I kind of, uh, I opt a lot of dairy things. I still eat it. I do. Mm-hmm. If I'm at home, I don't care. Okay. But this looks like the bathroom to me. Like just a, a straight sip. Like I need to use the restroom all together. But Sean. Yes. That is all I got for Monshishi News. Monshishi your, your weekly news of food coming specially from the Chef Salty Pork Podcast. Hopefully you guys like it. Now, Sean. Yes. Are you yes. ready? It's not Sean's Tech Tuesday. Right. It's Sean's Tech Thursday. Thursday. But let's give it a whirl anyway. Okay. Uh, oh. uh, are you ready for? Sean's Tech Tuesday. Thursday. Uh, and it's Thursday. Sean's Tech Thursday. Sean's Tech Thursday edition. Thursday, yeah. So well, two, it doesn't matter. Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday is the same Thursday. You know, I don't know. Tuesday, when Thursday, to same thing. Sure. Let it go. It's Thursday oh, somewhere. Sean, and Tuesday somewhere. What do you have for us or for Sean's Tech Tuesday? All right. So um, this uh, iteration of uh, Sean's Tech Week Day um, is about <laughs> Tech Week Day <laughs> <laughs> convection versus conventional ovens. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking, like, you know, um, most homes have a conventional oven, and you might have a setting that makes it a convection oven. And um, for the uninitiated, they might not be pressing that button and saving themselves uh, some considerable time by mm-hmm. taking advantage of what a convection oven offers over a conventional oven. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Um, I assume that everyone listening to this understands what a conventional oven is, right? It's that big box with a door in your kitchen and you set it to 350 because every recipe says set to 350, right? (laughs) Like every recipe is like preheat to 350, sometimes preheat to 375, but usually somewhere in between, right? You wait until Mm. the buzzer goes off. And then you stick whatever prepared food that you were going to make inside there. You wait an hour or two, and then all of a sudden you have a food thing. But, um, yeah, so conventional ovens, generally, the way they work is they have, like, some sort of heating element in the bottom of the oven because um, the thermodynamics of heat uh, dictate that heat will rise, right? And um, right here, ladies and gentlemen. Sure, right. So you think like a pizza oven works the same way? Um, 
you know, um, old school ovens work the same way. Heat on the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's enclosed. Um, traps some of the heat and helps cook things quicker. But mm-hmm. a convection oven uh, works by adding a fan element to um, that mix. And what the fan does is it helps circulate the hot air and try to make things work um, um, significantly more... Um, wow. Uh, I won't say dynamically, mm-hmm. but um, it, it helps things cook um, significantly more efficiently. That's the, that's the best way to think yeah. about it, right? So um, here's a, a benefit for using a convention convection oven over a conventional oven so let's say you were like baking um pretty much baking anything so convection ovens like typically they're like 25 to 30 degrees warmer because they're going to keep the Mm -hmm. heat consistent um they circulate the heat so that let's say like you're making like a pie or um you're making something that's like baked deep you can make sure that like the internal like the the bottom of the pie tin is like not soupy and wet and the top of the pie is crusty Mm -hmm. you know by using like the convection you can guarantee it's gonna like cook consistently um there's two types of convection ovens um more often than not in like um a home oven uh they just have like a big fan in the back that circulates the heat that's kind of being radiated from the bottom and then in kitchen in um professional kitchens like the ones that like you know we happen to work in not only do they have that heating element but they actually have a heat element that's behind the fan that can kind of like you know definitely guarantee and um direct the heat so it's good for cooking for baking because you can have multiple racks of food and they're all going to cook um relatively consistently yeah Look at this! Look at this beautiful fucking oven, Sean. Ooh, what do we got there? I would love Ooh, to have this. Oven. Yeah, see, that's it's what, only two thousand dollars. See, that's and that's fine. what I'm talking about. You know, that's very similar to the ones that we use. Um, I know if you can't, um, if you're listening to the audio, you can't see what we're looking at, but we can drop a link mm. um in the show notes. But yeah, if you look even in that picture there, right, you can see that there is a um heating element below. Um, and also mm. one that is behind the fan, right? And behind when those doors are closed, right it's going to make sure that the heat is like circulating efficiently so that like things closer mm. to the fan and further back from where the fan are cooking evenly, things on the bottom rack and the top rack are going to cook evenly. And, you know, when you're using an oven like that, um, even like the tips we offered in the last um, episodes about cooking your turkey, it's going to like cook nice and evenly and also it's going to make for um specifically when you're cooking like poultry a juicier a a juicier cook because yeah it does it's not going to require as long of a time to um to cook and it's gonna Mm -hmm. help retain some of the water and make sure that like your you know your bird is is nice and juicy love convection ovens yeah love 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 I wish I wish I had convection oven, but um, we have a conventional, a regular oven. That's what we're just gonna call it. Um, convectional, uh, just remember convec. Yeah, I know um, that's the thing. It's like <laughs> circulates air, right? And yeah, like I said, the ones with the the convec 
convection ovens that um, have the heating element behind the fan. Sometimes you might find mm-hmm. them, they might be called third element convection or true convection yep. or even like European convection. So, you know, uh, take a look at your stove. If it has that setting, you know, you should use it. Um, and if you're in the opportunity to buy a new um, oven or stove, Maybe consider one of those. Again, it's going to save you some considerable time and um, energy. And you'll generally have more flavorful, um, you know, cooked foods. And again, for even for baking, like using the convection is going to like make sure that it's going to actually remove some of the water a little bit quicker. So you're going to have nice Mm. flaky layers of like your cakes or, you know, your pies or, you know, or your breads. Uh, Sean, the first the first oven with a fan mm-hmm. to circulate and the first convection oven was invented in 1914, wow. but never launched commercially. Mm. Not until the first uh, actual, um, I'm assuming company, Maxon Whirlwind Oven, um, got the patent for 1945. So it was 19, I mean, 100 years ago. Yeah, God, isn't that crazy to think like 100 years ago? <laughs> That's what convection yeah. oven is. I strongly suggest if you have it, cool. They also make like a little toaster microwave yes, convection microwave. ovens, like the smaller versions. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have the chance to go ahead and purchase one, I highly suggest it. You can actually cook full things into that little small space, uh, but just don't overload the tray because it can spill over and you might, you know, cause a fire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just telling you stuff, okay? Uh, but that is what a convection oven is. That's pretty cool, Sean. Yeah, man. I dig that. Try to, what know. kind of oven do you have at the house? Uh, we have a conventional oven that does have a convection uh, switch. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We don't. We just have the the piece of crap $200 oven that they have for the apartment. I, I like it. At least it's not like the the ring heater. Like, you know, instead of like the fire, it has like the little ring. Yeah, yes. Um, like the little heat, heat lamp, electrical filament heat, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, again, there's no one true way to cook, obviously, right? It's like we could talk, you know, and what we will do is actually talk about different um, kitchen equipment over um, over the next couple of episodes. Um, but, you know, there is a reason um, and... Um, a function to the science of of cooking and you know you can get yeah. if you have the, just like anything if you have the right tools you can get significantly better results so that's a convection oven and that's why you should consider one if you can this is the greatest answer i've ever heard <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have a convection oven shame on you oh man <laughs> okay shame on you if you have a regular oven, that's okay. Yeah. But you know, you often you get <laughs> so that's all I gotta say to that. Um, it still works the same way. It's just a little inefficient for what it does. Sure. Um, the heat circulating is just so much better. If you've never cooked with it, it's just you're like, wow, what am I missing? Like, what have I been missing? That uh, when you finally step into a kitchen that has. I mean, we have uh, we have one, two, we have three of these at my restaurant. Yeah, I think you have four. Uh, we four. have three now. Right, you have two in the prep, one in the back. Well, you only have three, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I, yeah. yeah. When they remodeled, I think they got rid of one of the ones that was in the prep area. Uh, well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. It is $2,000, though. The professional one, you don't need that one. Uh, you can just buy the, the one that goes on your counter. That's a little cheaper. A couple hundred uh, will do you. It, I highly suggest it um for smaller tasks like that way you don't have to turn on your big oven um you can use just a smaller version but just be mindful that uh it's susceptible to overspilling so if you're don't stuff a fucking turkey in it you know what i mean like that would just overspill and you would have a mess in your hands and maybe your house goes up with it i don't know that's not, that's not what i was trying to say all together but sean that is all we got that's what we got uh for this episode nothing crazy uh you can find all the links all to our stuff right there underneath chef salty pork podcast on youtube uh you can hit up sean at metrocard x on twitter, on twitter. Uh, I'm, I'm literally pointing like away from my monitor because now i i figure i also have like a little marker where it says point here for sean's thing <laughs> <laughs> i'm on pc <laughs> Uh, MetroCard X on Twitter. He will reply back to you at ChefSalty at gmail.com. We'll find all the good bits on us. Let's blow it up into the main screen. Uh, if you haven't already, um, Chef Salty Pork out everywhere on Apple, on Spotify, anywhere you can get your media. Um, also on Launchpad DM specifically, this episode will be there first and on Patreon.com. Let me, let me pull it up right here. Patreon.com. Uh, slash pork and one will give you all the extra tidbits. This is actually my profile, so you can see what's in it. It's not porn. Look, I promise. <laughs> okay, it's just our it's just our faces blocked out. Okay, um, any proceeds that go to this just helps Sean and I better produce our show mm-hmm. with other events and um, actually source some of the items that we, we buy uh, together. But that is it. Uh, and I'm crazy. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Sean. Yes. Any final thoughts? Nah, man. That's it. That's all I got for you today. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Other than that. Peace out, internet. <laughs> <laughs>